Welcome to the second episode of NWA Nuggets with Altitude. I'm Derek Lee alongside Drew Gherkin. Drew, how are you doing this morning? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing excellent, especially because the Nuggets won their home opener last night against the Phoenix Suns, 119-91. to What are your initial thoughts on last night's game? My initial thoughts is Jokic, man. That's the first thing that comes to mind. He had such a great game. I mean, he just played so well. He had so many points. He had 35 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, a block, and four steals. The number that really pops out to me is that 35 points. Last season, I feel like Jokic really got off to a slow start, especially scoring the basketball. But right off the gate uh, last night, he scored a bunch of points, really went went at DeAndre Ayton. And honestly, DeAndre Ayton did not look like a first overall pick in the NBA draft. I don't know. Just his ability to score on players like that, Ayton being a really athletic guy, was just incredible. So, Yeah, I would agree with your uh, assessment of Jokic's performance last night. I think a stat that really pops out from that performance was he had zero turnovers mm-hmm. in 30 minutes of play. And just to be able to record that many assists without turning the ball over, especially for a big man, is just astounding. And another player that I'd like to highlight that did really well last night was Jamal Murray, Mm -hmm. who had 26 points on 9 of 18 shooting, shot 3 of 7 from the three-point line, including a buzzer beater right at halftime. What did you think about Jamal's performance? Yeah, I thought uh, Jamal had had just a really consistent game last night. I thought he... uh, he looked good from pretty much start to end. Um, he was just a really good player. Uh, I felt like his defense was even pretty good. He had a couple opportunities where he had a guard, a bigger player, and then he also where he had a guard, Devin Booker, and I thought he did pretty well whenever he got switched on to those matchups. I was just really impressed with his defense. Um, it says here also that he had two steals, which is pretty good for Jamal, and uh, he had also five assists, which – that's like in the I mean last year I really wanted him to be more getting more assists because he is the point guard of this team and that's just something that I like to see more of him progressing as his uh, facilitating factors and a uh, good side note he was a plus thirty seven last night so that's pretty good yeah I think Jamal if he can take that next step in being becoming a better playmaker I think that'll help the offense run a lot smoother especially when they don't have to keep going to Jokic all the time. Uh, all the starters actually did pretty well with all of them ending up with pluses in uh, double digits. Every single starter scored uh, more than 10 points. So that was a really positive factor. One factor that was not positive, however, was that the bench was almost non-existent in this game with everyone being a minus aside from Toy Craig. So what are your thoughts on that? I mean, yeah, I did. I mean, I remember in the in the first half there, the Nuggets they were really starting to pull away from the Suns. I don't know what their lead was at one point, but it was it was up there in the double digits, easily above 15 points. And then that second unit came in, and the Suns really started to come back at them. And really, the only reason why Torrey Craig has has honestly a plus in that column, and the plus minus column, is because uh, Will Barn got hurt and he was playing a lot with the mm-hmm. starting five. So, I mean, even him, we can kind of take him out. And the rest of them, Monte Morris a negative 15. Lancho was a negative 16. So, it's just, I mean, with them being so young and trying to find an, an identity, it's going to be difficult for them because I don't think they have a supernatural score that's coming off the bench like a Will Barton like they did last year. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just really I'm wondering where they're going to finally 
click as a team because I mean I'm really wanting Malik Beasley to kind of be that guy to start to jumpstart that ops that off that offense with Wancho Hearn and Gomez, but it just was not going for him last night at all. Because Wancho only had two points, Malik Beasley only had two points. So, yeah. And speaking of Will Barton, as you mentioned before, he did go down in the third quarter with a right hip injury. There's been no update um, since then, but it's most likely that he'll be out for at least a couple games. And in his absence, it looks like either Torrey Craig or Wancho Hernan Gomez will be the starting small forward. Um, what are your initial thoughts on who will be the starting small forward going forward? I mean, I feel like I'm pretty sure it's going to be Torrey Craig at least starting the game. What are you thinking? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Torrey Craig's a really um, athletic guy. He's got the length and he's got obviously the defensive prowess to guard some of the more uh, taller small forwards. And even if he has to guard some power forwards, he can make that switch at least. Uh, Wancho also has that ability to guard longer forwards because of his height, but I think his lateral movement is just not as great as Troy Craig's, especially um, when you're guarding a guy like Kevin Durant or even LeBron James. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, a lot of the times, I think the starting small forward for opposing teams are pretty athletic, like you were saying with like Kevin Durant and those type of guys. That's why I'm expecting... Um, Tory Craig to be playing um, starting, but I could see Wancho Hearn and Gomez potentially playing 20 plus minutes per game mm-hmm. and Will Barnes' absence. Yeah, and you also mentioned you'd like to see um, there being a go to scorer off the bench. Mm-hmm. And I think either Malik Beasley, as you said before, or Trey Lyles, who had a breakout season last year. I think if Trey Lyles can come out and be that kind of six man off the bench with Isaiah Thomas out, um, it'll take a lot of pressure off of Paul Millsap, who's been struggling to get back into the flow of things ever since he came back from his wrist injury last season. Paul Millsap, even though I didn't think he looked great last night, he still did shoot the ball pretty efficiently. He was still 5 for 10 last night, and he made all four of his free throws. He had still 10 rebounds, and he was a plus 38, the best plus minus guy on the team last night. But uh, yeah, with Trey Lyles coming off the bench, it'll be interesting to see if he can start to get it going for the Nuggets here. Yeah, I think Paul Millsap, um, like he obviously needs to be more of an option on offense. But I think um, like last night's game, he did pretty well. He was great on defense as always. And uh, he knew when to pick and choose his spots on the offense. Um, I think Gary Harris also had a really great game. Mm -hmm. As you said before, all the starters performed well. But uh, Gary Harris had a pretty great game all around. All around, he had four rebounds, four assists, and two steals. And uh, he shot. He did shoot under five hundred, but like he still shot pretty well at forty six percent. So I think as long as the starters are keeping up their scoring, um, the bench won't need to come in and do as much when they're called upon. But uh, moving to tonight's game. the Denver Nuggets will be facing off against the defending champions, the Golden State Warriors. That game is at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time at Pepsi Center. Um, what are your thoughts about what will happen in tonight's game? Hopefully the Nuggets win, but they are coming off a of back-to-back. Um, the, but every year it just seems like the Nuggets are just able to win against the Golden State Warriors. Um, so I'm just curious to see 
especially in that, that small forward and what they're going to do with minutes there. Um, Mike Malone hasn't really addressed too much about the media to it, but I mean, it's only been one day. So how much can we really know about the situation with Will Barton? But um, I don't know. I'm just really looking forward to seeing how Jokic plays against um, Damian Jones. I doubt even, I don't I feel like Draymond's probably going to guard Jokic. Who do you think is going to guard Jokic? Yeah, I think um, as we saw last night, Jokic really went to town on DeAndre and then Tyson Chandler. And I think, Going up against, um, I mean, a great player in Damian Jones, but he's obviously not a Draymond Green. So I think if Jokic gets it going, then Steve Kerr might put the switch on with Draymond guarding uh, Jokic and whoever's playing center to guard Paul Millsap. Um, an interesting thing to note is that uh, second-year player Jordan Bell has not getting been getting as much run this season so far, and I think that has to do with Steve Kerr not quite trusting him yet playing those center minutes, uh, Bell has been known to be a frequent fowler, and you just can't tolerate that, especially when you're defending a guy like Jokic. So it'll be interesting to see where that matchup goes. Looking at the injury report, DeMarcus Cousins is obviously out with a Achilles injury. He should be back um, probably around January at the earliest. Draymond Green is day-to-day with a right angle injury, but he'll most likely play tonight. And so will Sean Livingston, who's also day-to-day with a left knee injury. Andre Iguodala, however, is questionable with a calf injury. And on the night side, Will Barton, as we mentioned before, is out with a hip injury, along with Michael Parr Jr., Isaiah Thomas, and Jared Vanderbilt, who all have no timetables for their return. So there's just been an update with Will Barton. So this is Justin. Um... Will Barn has a string, uh, string groin and has no timetable for his return. Interesting. So at least we know now what Will Barn's actual injury is. So, yeah, I think um, hopefully that's not a long-term injury because if it is, um, that's just a huge blow to Denver. That's a huge chunk of their scoring gone. Uh, he was one of their top scorers last season, and he was um, like Will Barton is just such a versatile player. He can bring the ball up, he can facilitate, he can be a scorer. He's even like above average on defense. So um, hopefully that injury is not too bad, or else the Nuggets might be in uh, trouble. Yeah, he's definitely one of the one guys that when everyone else was scared to shoot the ball, Will Barton is never scared to shoot the ball. Sometimes you love him for it and sometimes you hate him for it, but that's a guy you need to have on your team that's fearless like that. Yeah. Um, I think the keys to the game tonight for the Nuggets will be to kind of lock down on Durant and Curry. They're both averaging over 30 points per game so far this season. I think if Torrey Craig can at least keep Durant to around 20 points, like even that is just a small victory for the Nuggets. And then um, just Jamal Murray, Gary Harris – even Monte Morris, like just looking to um, bother Curry as much as they can and just get him out of his comfort zone. Also, one thing to note is um, Clay Thompson is struggling early on. He's only averaging um, 13 points per game so far, and he's shooting a hundred. Uh, he's shooting 10% from three points. So, I think another key will be making sure that he's not about to get hot. Um, especially if the rest of the big three 
are on their game. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Clay uh, Thompson is only shooting 10%, and Gary Harris is only shooting 14% from three-pointer. So neither of the starting shooting guards for either team is really lights out from three-point percentage this season. And hopefully it's uh, Gary Harris that breaks that slump a little bit and uh, the Nuggets can improve their record tonight to 3-0. So. Mm-hmm. Who do you think will be the key player tonight for both teams? I mean, I, I'm i really interested to see the key player for the Nuggets, I feel like, is going to be Torrey Craig and how he does against Kevin Durant. Because Kevin Durant right now is averaging around 32 points per game. And if KD gets... 35 points per game. I don't like our chances to win that game. So I'm just how, just how Torrey Craig guards um, Kevin Durant's going to be interesting. I just can't see Wancho guarding Kevin Durant. Yeah. I just can't see it. So I'm expecting big minutes from Torrey Craig and how he plays because I feel like Jokic is going to get plenty of points. And I even feel like our guard play is going to get plenty of points. Mm -hmm. So that's just where it's going to boil down to. And I think the big um, player for, the Golden State Warriors tonight is Damian Jones and how he plays against Jokic mm. and how many points he's going to allow Jokic to have. So that's just going to be both of those defensive matchups and where both teams are kind of like, oh, what's going to happen here is going to be interesting. But we'll see. You never really know. And the the Warriors have always struggled at mile high. It seems like Denver always pulls out a win every year against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I think for me... Um, my X factor for the Nuggets would probably be Monte Morris. I think with Will Barton out, he'll take on a lot more of those minutes that Will Barton normally ha- would have in uh, facilitating, facilitating the second team offense. Um, Monte Morris didn't have a great second game. He looked okay in the first game against the Clippers, but I think um, he really needs to have a bounce back game tonight, especially with the team coming off a back to back. And as for the Warriors, um, my X factor would probably be Jonas Rebko. He had a great game against uh, Utah, tipping in the game winner for the Warriors. And um, the Warriors added him over the offseason to address their uh, need for some three-point shooting off the bench. So I think um, if the Nuggets can keep him quiet, then the rest of the bench shouldn't be that big of a factor, especially if Iguodala can't go as well. Yeah, I, I've always liked Rebko as a player. I think he's just a really solid player that knows his role. Just mm-hmm. a really smart player. And it's just kind of funny how you have four all-stars on that team and the game winner comes from Jonas Arupko, So <laughs> Yeah. But uh, it should be an interesting game nonetheless, and we'll be looking forward to seeing how the Nuggets do tonight. This has been the second episode of Nuggets Wealth Altitude, and we'll see you next time.